following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Happy Thursday and welcome to MSP North, presented by Main Street Media Tennessee and brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. I'm Brady McAtamney, sports editor, Main Street Clarksville. That is my friend Blaine Keller, Robertson County Connection. Blaine, how are we doing today? Really liking this weather kind of in between right now. A little muggy, a little warm, a little cold, depending on uh, the time of day. But overall, I'm not hating it for, uh, for mid to late December. This isn't like a, this December's I'm used to personally, but, um, you know, I can't complain with a couple extra days of, you know, maybe T-shirt and, and long pants weather. That's that's all right with me. Um, we have, uh, as, as always, a great show for you guys today. Uh, we're going to be starting it off uh, on the basketball courts in Montgomery County as we welcome in Chase Cronin, head coach of the Kenwood Knights. Uh, Chase, how you doing today? Oh, man, I guess I'm I guess I'm doing all right. How are you guys doing? Hey, we uh, we can't complain. Happy to have you on. Uh, this is now your second year coaching high school basketball. Of course, some experience coaching AAU. Uh, I'm curious that uh, what, what's the difference headed into your second year of coaching high school basketball as opposed to last year when uh, it was just kind of your first year going in? Well, I, I think the biggest difference was that now, you know, I, I can kind of make it mine. Uh, there was, I think, seven seniors, maybe eight. Um, from from my first year and and so you know that was a transition year to get it from how it used to be done to how it's going to be done from the last coach to this coach uh you know another big big difference is that uh, our team is really young this year and we have a new athletic director this year and there's new policies this year so i think first and second year there's been a lot of transition yeah absolutely uh, a lot of transition especially with the roster like you said you know missing probably top four players from last year, including um, Disco Dowell, who was supposed to be on the team this year, but unfortunately missing the year with an injury. I know that's a guy that uh, a lot of people, myself included, were excited to see. Um, I'm curious, who are some guys that um, you have kind of seen take take a step sort of in this kind of rebuilding slash transition year? Well, I think Keyshawn is taking the step for us. He's kind of being the guy for us, especially offensively. Uh, I think Devon has been fantastic for us uh, defensively. And it's being, I mean, just the leader that every program asks for is is Devon. Uh, vocal on the floor, vocal off the floor. Uh, every group every group setting that we have, he's, he's the loudest one and the first one to speak. Uh, we get uh, Gio Hernandez back. Um, going into January, he's another leader. Uh, he's going to be a senior. Uh, you know, he he he'll take that step for us. Um, so we got Jacoby Cox, a transfer who came in about six five, six six, athletic and big, and and he is he is slowly coming along. But it seems like every single game he gets a little better. So those are just the key guys we have uh, this year who stepped up for us. And you know, since we we moved on from so many seniors, talking to Kenwood boys basketball coach. Chase Cronin here on Main Street Preps North. 
Coach Brady just mentioned there a second ago, one of those guys, Cam Dowell, missing the year with an injury. That's a, a pretty killer nickname being Disco. How did he end up getting that? Was that was that something you kind of ended up giving him whenever you got here? Or, or how, how on earth did he end up with a name like a, a nickname like Disco? Man, I, I am the wrong guy to ask. When I got him, <laughs> uh, you know, he said, hey, you know, Coach Clay, my name is Disco. And I was like, Disco? He said, yeah. I said, like, like, like the ball. And he's like, yeah, that's it. You know? And I said, okay. I said, is that your real name? He said, no. I said, okay. So how'd you get this nickname? And, uh, he just said, they've just been calling him that for his whole life. I, you know, you, you gotta run into, you gotta run into disco himself to get that story. Cause I have no idea. Well, let me ask you something that, that maybe you, you could give a little light to, you know, when looking at your, your coaching staff this year in your second season, one guy that really caught my eye, uh, Stefan Doherty, uh, I hope I'm saying that right. Part of the uh, Northeast State semifinalist team, team that went to the state tournament in 2018. What kind of impact has a guy like that brought to you as a young coach and as a young guy himself being somebody who had a lot of success throughout his high school career in Clarksville? Yeah, I think that uh, his success in Northeast uh, lets him know what a winning culture looks like. And I think that he, our entire staff has bought into it, but I think he's doing a great job of just uh, really, really trying to put in that, that winning, that winning culture with me. Uh, and his main thing, two main things. One is that he, he does a great job of, of developing our post players. I think that's why Jacoby's gotten so much better. I think once Giovanni gets back, you'll see he's gotten a lot better too. Um, but he, he's also about toughness. Uh, and no, and no excuse mentality. And that's what we're trying to get into these guys now. And I just think he's been uh, fantastic at that. With such a young team this year, um, you know, you and I have talked about it after games and whatnot. Um, but tell us about some of the growing pains um, that you guys have gone through, and uh, some of the improvements that maybe you've seen or expect to see in the coming. Uh, you know, month or so. I know you got a couple of weeks here where, uh, you know, games are a little fewer and farther between. Um, just tell us a little bit about, you know, what we can expect to see. Yeah, well, I think the improvements that we've seen so far, uh, just just very simple. It, it, number one, the fight. Uh, when we were when we would get down in games, we would let them go. Uh, you know, like we we played. Um, if you go look at our box score, like we played Stewart's uh, Creek, right and. That game got away from us. We lost by, I think, like 27, something like that. You know, if you if you go and look at the game, you see, oh, well, in the third quarter, the game's not very far off. It's like an eight-point game, ten-point game. Uh, and so we just lost that fight once, once the game got away. I think now we've really been fighting in games and giving ourselves a chance. Uh, I think I think defensively we're growing and, and, uh, and having a more understanding of what it takes to grind out games. And I think that uh, – execution offensively has been a little better. Um, you know, one of the things we're going to work on over the Christmas break, got, got about got about two weeks or so before, um, you know, we have to, uh, before we get to play our next game, we really want to work on <clears throat> like just possessing the basketball and skill development. And so we just feel like we have opportunities to score it, but maybe we like the skill, the score and the spots that are given to us. And so I think you're going to see that. And I think you're going to see more execution, maybe more of a, a style of play that the coaches can control more than the players. Yeah. But Brady mentioned a little uh, bit there that during the season, 
around this point of the year, games get few and far between. But one that I'm looking at for your schedule right now that, that should be a fun one right before the new year is playing in that Milan tournament at Milan. Going up against what I would assume, you know, the, the opponents are still TBD according to Coach T, but maybe facing off against uh, one of your former mentors and Jason James, former Kenwood coach himself. How exciting will that be for you and your guys to go back down there and, and meet up with him? Well, you know, something that a lot of people don't know is I actually talk to uh, Coach James multiple times a week. Um, and sometimes I, I talk to him, you know, every other day. I mean, we talk quite often. We have a good relationship. Um, so, you know, it's TBD. Um, I think you say Coach T, but we'll play Loretta uh, the first game. And then Molly will play – I don't remember who they play, but they play some of the first game. And then if we both win – then we play Mullen. And I'm pretty sure if we both lose, then we play each other too. So there's a good chance we'll get that matchup. I and mean, it's exciting. Uh, it's someone that I, I look up to and learn from. And, and I feel like he has had a lot of influence, uh, not only on me as a basketball coach, but, but me as a, as, a, as a man as well. And so, you know, it's just exciting to have those type of matchups. Not everyone gets to have them. And so, you know, if that – if if, if that's what's meant to be and that's what's going to happen, I, I look forward to it. I'm excited about it. Chase, one last thing before we let you go. Um, we l- talked last time you were on the show uh, last season. You're a little bit of a sneakerhead um, from what we remember. Uh, tell us about maybe the biggest W you took this year uh, on trying to get shoes or maybe what you've been wearing lately. Man, I took uh, nothing but L's this year. <laughs> uh, I really i am a huge uh, Air Penny shoe guy. And uh, the when the Orlando's dropped, man, I really wanted those. And I tried to, to get them, and it seemed like every opportunity I had to slip from my hands. And it just left a sour taste in my mouth, man. I I, uh, I just I bought some cheap Nikes, man. It was like 48 bucks for a Black Friday sale. And I'm just going to ride with that for right now until season's over. And then I'll, I'll, I'll probably dive back into that hobby. But no no wins for me at all in 2022. So hopefully – Hopefully I can get some stuff going for 2023. Hopefully one of you guys can plug me in. <laughs> well, the uh, only direction to go is up with the shoe hobby and with the Kenwood Knights right now. Uh, Chase, thank you so much for joining us today. I uh, look forward to uh, talking to you again sometime here soon. Yeah, thank you guys for having me on. Thanks, Coach. Our pleasure, man. Uh, quick break here. When we come back, uh, another interview, and uh, you guys will want to be around for this one. Stick around. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. (laughs) (laughs) You're really good try. There aren't any cops around. I didn't think there were any cops around. I drink and drive all the time. Sir. Sir, you've been in a serious crash. I need you to hang out, okay? back on Main Street Preps North brought to you by Main Street Media Television and the Tennessee Highway Safety Office where fans don't let fans drive drunk. We're talking now with Springfield wrestling coach Christopher Holzer, reigning Robertson County Cup champions looking forward to this Friday's Robertson County Cup at East Robertson. Coach, how are we? 
I'm good. Uh, just got me out of class real quick. So, uh, no, I'm, I'm doing great. Well, you know, it's a really exciting time, especially in the wrestling season. If there is one match that a Robertson County wrestling fan should go see, it's this one. You get to see all the, the great talent that this county has in the sport altogether, uh, both on the boys' side and the girls' side. But, Coach, just to kick it off here, you're, you're 16 matches into the season, I believe, as a team. Going into this Friday, how have you felt overall about your team's performance? Where are you guys at at this point of the season? Um, it's it's been it's been a building process again. Um, we've we've come into the season. We're about a month into the season without our football guys. Our our football team is doing phenomenal things here. So missing them for about a month is it's it's always hard to kind of get them back into wrestling shape, get them back into the mindset that we have here at Springfield High School with the wrestling team. But I feel like we're, we're getting there. We just had a match against Liberty Creek the other night, and it, it, went, it went great. Um, I told the guys afterwards, I said, we're going to continue to grow. We're going to continue to get better. But I said, having that bruise brother mentality, something that we instilled in them or reinstilled in them last year, saying that, what that skull and crossbones that you have on your singlet, it means something. And y'all, y'all need to, y'all need to represent that. So um, I'm, I'm feeling good moving in. Uh, we're, we're fighting the sick bug. We're fighting the injury bug, but um, it's wrestling uh, mentally and physically. We, we need to be tough. So we're, we're going to continue to push through. Yeah. And that was something that I really thought was interesting last year at White House Heritage, seeing you guys get that Robertson County cup, and and building back to those winning ways, you talk about the skull and crossbones that the singlets have at Springfield High School, the bruised brother mentality. Talk to me about, you know, just what that means for this program over, you know, not the past couple of years, but the past couple of decades. It, it all goes back to this year um, on our sweatshirts that I had gone gone through and created and everything for families and people in the community to buy. Um, it's got on there, uh, Springfield wrestling, skull and crossbones, um, established in, um, 1976, pretty much touching back to when coach Thomas started this program, when he instilled that, um, tough mentality of you go out there and you, you break your opponent mentally break them so that by the time you're halfway through the match, if you get halfway through the match, they're they're ready to quit on you because you're being so tough nosed out there, and that's that that goes back to um, my my days, my high school and college days up in Wisconsin. Was we we rode our opponents, we we attacked our opponents so that um, they were pretty much broken halfway through the match, and at that point we knew that we won. So I want I want our kids to understand where this program came from. I wasn't a part of it growing up. I wasn't a part of it, but since I've come into it, everybody in the community that I've talked to about the Bruce brothers, Springfield wrestling, it's all about how coach coach Thomas started this legacy here. And it's just, it's a tough nose program where um, if, if we're going to give an inch, we're only given that inch. We're not given any more than that inch. So we're, we're continuing to get these the new generation of kids to understand that and um, have them hold near and dear this wrestling program, knowing that they're a part of a legacy that um, while I'm here, we're, we're, we're not going to let it die. So, 
Christopher, it seems like right now combat sports are at really an all-time popular high um, as of now. You know, you've seen things like UFC on um, on ESPN and all that. I know that's uh, mixed martial arts, but wrestling is a huge part of that. Um, is, is Are there any guys that you personally or you and, and your uh, wrestlers or anyone watch that, uh, like watch to maybe try to gain inspiration from or watch out of pleasure or anything like that? Um, I don't know about the, the combat sports um, that my guys are watching, but I do, I do know that a lot of the guys on my team, they're very big in the watching the college wrestling scene, um, watching a lot of the big 10 matches. And uh, last year, what we did was we had a little viewing party here for the big 10 wrestling championship and uh, for the NCAA wrestling tournament. Um, these guys, they really look for or look up to uh, wrestlers, Olympic wrestlers like Jordan Burroughs and um let's get into i can't think um austin gomez or uh spencer lee but they they look at these guys as um guys that are taking a sport that usually doesn't have too much to carry on after unlike football baseball um, all these other sports um aside from the combat sports if they want to get into mma and everything like that so they're looking at these guys that are doing more with the sport and that's, what's getting them excited about continuing in the high school career and trying to get that opportunity to be that person when they get to college, if they choose to go there. Coach last one we've got for you here on main street, perhaps North, you mentioned some guys that probably went and watched those college tournaments with you guys, watch those viewing parties. I'm assuming based on records, maybe some of these guys have been involved with that. Jamie Sanguinez, is 11 and one Donald Rogers is eight and four and Connor Reeves is six and oh for you guys to start the year. You, you know, who, how have those guys kind of stuck out to start this year? How has maybe watching the college ranks helped them and who else this year has stuck out for you guys? So I'll start with um, my freshman, Jamie, Jamie, we went to a camp up in Kentucky this year, up in union County, Kentucky. And I had probably about 10 guys go up there. Jamie was one of them as a incoming freshman and um, did great things up there. We went up there with McGavick. We traveled as a team up there and their coach said to me afterwards, he said, coach, if I could have one Jamie and replace two of my 40 pounders, I would take a Jamie in a heartbeat. Um, he's hard nosed. He, he goes out there. He's got the mentality that he can win every single match. Uh, when we went to the Harpeth tournament where he got his one loss, he had to wrestle a kid from Christian brothers, brothers, a senior. And the kid was a state qualifier. Jamie went out there, not knowing any of that, but he went out there saying, I'm going to win this match and I'm going to make it to the finals as a freshman. Um, didn't do as well as he wanted to in the finals, but taking second place in a tournament like that with Wilson centrals and Christian brothers, like teams, teams that are usually producing lots of state qualifiers. Um, he did phenomenal. So he's, he's someone that is absorbing everything that we're saying in the wrestling room. Um, Connor Reeves, same thing. Him and I, uh, we'll, we'll watch wrestling moves all the time. We'll talk wrestling. Um, even when he's in golf and in baseball, we're still going back and forth, talking wrestling. And this year, um, he did actually just get a loss this past weekend, but it was due to a medical forfeit, um, ended up getting a concussion. 
um, in a hard-nosed match against a kid, a tough kid. And um, Connor said, if, if that wanted to happen, he said, I would have beat him. He's got that mentality that he can beat anybody. Um, Donald Rogers, he is a – he only wrestled at the – I'd say the last quarter of the wrestling season last year. And over the summer, he went to beach a couple of times with me. He um, did a couple of camps. Like, he's someone that has taken the mentality of wrestling. He's normally a runner, but he just – he absorbs the moves, and he can just kind of do them on the spot. So – um, he's someone that I see very positive things coming from as well. Uh, we're looking forward to getting Hayden Reynolds back as well. Uh, we're dealing with some knee stuff right there, but if we get him back, uh, we know that he'll kind of fit right into a spot at some point. The Robertson uh, one more I want to talk. A fun one, Coach. I think we're we're kind of just out of time here, but you know, it should be a fun one Friday. I don't mean to cut you off or anything, but. No, you're fine. You're fine. We wish you guys the best of luck, some great stuff from the Bruce Brothers and Springfield Wrestling as a whole. Coach, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Blaine. Thank you, Brady. I appreciate it. Talk to you, Coach. Brady, we'll take one more break here on Main Street Preps North, and when we come back, our one thing, Game of the Week and Player of the Week segments. Stay tuned. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. I thought it was good. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was no big deal. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I thought I could hold my liquor. Welcome back to Main Street Preps North, brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. And we're uh, diving right into our One Thing segment. Um, Blaine, you got a cool one start to start us off. A cool week in general, I'd say. Just a lot of interesting things that happened in Robertson County. We'll, we'll start off quick with UT Southern and Springfield grad Adarian Hudson setting the all-time leading scoring mark at the school in Pulaski this Saturday. They suffered a loss, the Firehawks did, to Freed Hardeman, but... Hudson scored 24 with four assists to bring his all-time leading scoring mark to 1,330 points. He's also the all-time leading assist man with 450. Uh, and as we know, uh, the uh, name, image, and likeness dropped uh, in Tennessee last week. And uh, I think Clarksville's Amari Berry might have had the best timed logo drop of all time. Um, she dropped the logo bef- the day before NIL uh, was fully sanctioned. Um, and the day of had a t-shirt with that logo of her name, uh, come out. So now she can make a little bit of money off of that. So shout out to Amari Berry. I'm sure, uh, fans of some schools that are targeting her will be all over that, those to, uh, try to persuade her maybe to Tennessee, to Yukon, to South Carolina. She's just that good. Yeah. We talked a little bit about NIL there. One guy from Robertson County that was pushing for it as soon as the legislation was dropped was Nathan Robinson who held a signing, if you want to call it that, ceremony Monday, an intent to participate form going to Tennessee so that today he could drive down to Knoxville and begin practicing for the Orange Bowl. This was one of the most interesting scenarios I've ever heard of in a high school game. Is a NCAA legislation that dropped last year to allow athletes, early enrollees, to participate in bowl practices 
Nathan Robinson will be one of them three-star defensive linemen that will sign his letter of intent in Knoxville on National Signing Day. Yeah, kind of a almost faux letter of intent signing ceremony. Definitely first for me as well. Um, uh, looking at, at the basketball court, uh, the Rossview boys basketball team, I got my finally my first chance to see them last week uh, playing Northwest. Struggled a little bit in the first quarter, but in the second quarter outscored the Vikings by 30 points in the second and third quarters alone. They look legit. Um, this is a team that is huge all across the court. Um, they have a really good ball handling guard in Quaymon Lindsley, a uh, dude who, as other coaches have said, doesn't really get sped up when the uh, ball is, uh, when the defense is uh, trying to get him to be sped up. Uh, some some great size, some great shooters. Uh, this is a basketball team that looks legit. Yeah, you know, Brady, you and I were talking last week about Ron Jessamy, a former Rossview player who had transferred around a little bit, a couple of schools, I think Huntington Prep and then Oak Hills, if I'm not mistaken, but another mm -hmm. prep school ended up uh, at the college ranks. And I was saying, if Ron Jessamy ended up at Rossview, they'd probably be a state tournament contender right now. And then you said, this is a team that probably already is that. Yeah, I think they definitely are. We'll give you a little bit of a score roundup from Tuesday in basketball. A couple of splits. Last week, we had a lot of sweeps. East Robertson boys basketball downs White House Heritage 62-52. to The girls side Heritage beats East Robertson 43-42. to Probably the best girls game I've seen all year. Station Camp gets a sweep over Springfield. The boys win 43-27. to Girls win 42-34. to Joe Burns girls beat Harpeth 42-41. to The boys side Harpeth hands Joe Burns its third loss of the season, 50 to 39. White House girls basketball beats Merrill Hyde, 49 to 19. White House boys beat Merrill Hyde, 77 to 36. A couple of blowouts there. Um, I want to talk about the Northwest girls basketball team. I'm seeing them tonight against West Creek, but they've been struggling uh, big time. Uh, at two and eight right now, this is a team that was in sectionals last year. They lost two of their top players, obviously Tamia Scott, now at Middle Tennessee, and Kayla Howell, uh, their starting point guard. But they still have a Maya Cobb, SIUE commit. Um, ben Wallace, their head coach, is kind of looking for some answers there, uh, looking for consistency, especially on offense, and especially some uh, some leadership, You know, kind of a voice in the locker room. Right now they have a lot of players who are kind of more passive in the locker room, uh, not necessarily willing to speak up a Maya Cobb. For one, very quiet player, very good player, uh, an elite player. I mean, she's going to Division One for a reason, um, but kind of more of a quiet, reserved personality. So they're they're really looking for someone to step up in, in that department. Going to be interesting to see how they play tonight against an improved West Creek squad. Going down the stretch here, game of the week in Robertson County. If you weren't wanting to watch wrestling, I wouldn't really understand that call. But you know, the Robertson County Cup is the place to be. You'd rather watch some basketball, though. Greenbrier and Joe Burns should be a fun one. We'll have a photographer there, and that boys game especially should be one to watch. I did the story about two new Joe Burns transfers last week. We talked about that on the show. You can go look back on it there. And Of course, Greenbrier is just as good, if not better, than what they were last year despite losing a couple of key pieces. So that boys matchup should probably be the game of the week, basketball-wise, even including Tuesday's slates of games. That'll be a good one. Uh, a good one that I'm looking forward to is uh, actually tonight. I'm gonna, like I mentioned, I'll be at West Creek. Uh, they're playing Northwest. Um, the boys' game for that I'm looking forward to. Um, both teams looking better this year than they were last year. Um, and this is kind of one of the, that, those final pieces to the puzzle that I'm where I'm trying to figure out, you know, which teams are better than others. Uh, I've seen West Creek now beat um, uh, Kenwood, and uh, I've seen Kenwood lose 
boost the Northeast. So I'm really trying to figure out where all these teams stand. And this is going to be kind of one game where, you know, this kind of, this might kind of f- finalize where teams stand right now. I think as of right now, I have West Creek probably as the number three team in the county. Northwest kind of in that four to six range. So it's going to be interesting to see how they stand up with West Creek. A um, couple teams with very good guard play. Uh, and that always makes for fun basketball. One of my favorite parts before Christmas is trying to figure out how wrong I was in the packing order before the season started. And we, we did a kind of a recap on that at the beginning of the year. I, I was way off. Uh, I'll start with that. Um, yeah. Player of the week, East Robertson's Carson Craig, not a Groves player from East Robertson, but followed up a double-double with an 18-point uh, showing in a 62-52 to 52 win against Heritage. Really nice showing on his part and really just showcasing the depth that East Robertson has. Yeah, here's a new name for my player of the week. It's Ross Hughes, Houston Hebert. He is a big, I think he listed at 6'5", sophomore. Uh, he was actually benched leading up to that Northwest game. Uh, Johnny Jackson, their head coach, wasn't necessarily seeing enough consistency from him. Field goal percentage was kind of low. Um, but he stepped up in that game, coming off the bench, scoring 16 points against Northwest. Had some great footwork in the post, some awesome post moves. Um we don't get a full box score from that, but I would imagine he had a double-double. He's a big guy, great rebounder, and he's starting to look like a pretty good basketball player, especially as only a sophomore. Well, that's going to do us here. Right down the stretch, right down to the wire. Brady, Blaine, signing off here on Main Street Preps North, brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. We'll see you next week.